Even cities where black wealth is on the rise, such as Atlanta, Georgia, have experienced an overall decline in black home ownership. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Wall Street. Black Wall Street. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Black. Greetings and welcome to Black Wall Street Today. I am your host, Blair Durham. And today is a very unique show, which focuses on three aspects of business that I believe have the greatest potential to create a radical shift in the financial landscape for our community. Those three things are real estate brokerage, serial entrepreneurship, and giving back. Today's guests embody those core elements and will share with us how they do it and why they do it. If you're listening, you will take away some practical strategy for entering the real estate market, tips on how and when to start a second or perhaps a third or fifth business, and why giving back needs to become a part of your long-term business plan. But first, hashtag Our Numbers Matter, powered by Hereby Aisha at 757-816-6297 for all your hair care and styling needs. According to Forbes magazine, real estate is an integral part of any long-term wealth-building strategy, providing a tax-efficient income and a protection against inflation. Yet, the National Association of Real Estate Brokers, or NAREB, which is the oldest minority-owned trade association in the country, reports black home ownership rates are actually falling and have reached a near 50-year low, as reported by the U.S. Census Bureau. According to its president, blacks have lost nearly $2 trillion worth of wealth that, is orga- that its organization is determined to regain through its initiative to develop 2 million new homeowners. The organization also reports that resolving the matter is deeper than simply providing increased access to mortgages. The popular new book, The Color of Law, points to a generational history of denied access to real estate as wealth building tool and its widespread implications for credit, cash, and trust in the black community. Some advocates have suggested that it may take a full generation to boost homeownership rates because of legal discrimination blacks continue to face when trying to access real estate. In fact, even cities where black wealth is on the rise, such as Atlanta, Georgia, have experienced an overall decline in black homeownership, suggesting that the numbers are as bad now as they were in the 1960s when discrimination was totally legal. But these statistics only paint one side of the portrait. Many blacks are leveraging the power of community to build shared real estate portfolios. By pooling their resources, blacks are accessing real estate projects with a greater rate of return than ever before. One such example is the Tulsa Real Estate Fund, the very first African-American-owned real estate crowdfunding platform, which raised over $10 million in June of this year during its very first week and is backed by the Securities Exchange Commission. By allowing access at as little as $500 per real estate investment, it purports to assist individuals in low-income neighborhoods with combating gentrification to preserve wealth in the Black community. Further, the federal government has incentivized investing in urban areas with its new Opportunity Zones programs. Just this week, federal legislation proposed rules for investors that entice them to direct their energies into 8,761 low-income census tracts around the country. Investing in these zones provide a 10 to 15 percent tax savings so long as the capital gains are invested over a period of 10 years. As such, it is expected that as many as $100 billion in private capital will be invested, which will return 
in turn create new businesses and job opportunities in areas that need them most. We have a tremendous opportunity to leverage the power of these tax incentives along with the proven crowdfunding model to create jobs and access to capital through investing while also repairing our own distressed communities. With that, I'm thrilled to introduce our first guest. As you may know, we are continuing to celebrate National Women's Small Business Month with a powerhouse slate of women in business. This Richmond, Virginia native is a serial entrepreneur whose personal empowerment mission has led to the success of dozens of businesses across Hampton Roads, including a successful res residential and commercial real estate firm, healthcare and human resource companies, project management and consulting entities, medical transport and insurance companies, and more. Beginning at the age of 25, Mrs. Tawana Golson became fully self-employed and has over 20 years experience as a full-time entrepreneur. Tawana, there's so much more to your story, but I'd rather you tell it. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm a, it's an honor. It really is. First, I need to just clarify that I was raised in Chesterfield County. <laughs> oh, Chesterfield County, not yes, Richmond. Not Richmond. I was raised in Chesterfield County, okay. and my family is from all over the Tri-City area. Woohoo! Because they're going to be like, what? What is wow. she talking about? Um, all over the Tri-City area, Petersburg, Hopewell, Prince George, Dinwiddie. That's my stomping ground. I got it. Well, to start, I really want to look at this real estate piece because okay. I think it's critical. All right. I know that we lag behind significantly as it relates to personal and business credit. But in your opinion, are opportunities in real estate hindered by credit or does real estate provide an opportunity to actually reverse credit problems? Well, it's a two-part answer to that. Okay. One, it depends. It depends on what you're doing with the real estate. It's hindered by credit if you're just buying a home for yourself. Sometimes we all know that certain populations have a difficult time getting traditional mortgages. Now, it could be an awesome wealth building opportunity for those that are looking past just the home that you live in and to build a real estate business. Yes. Um, there's so many different ways to do that. A lot of people think it's just a traditional mortgage way to um, to fund a, fund your dream in real estate, but it's so many different ways that that I have discovered and I have used and I currently use to help me acquire properties. That's what we need to hear about. Talk to us about some of those trends that you've seen in real estate, some of the low-hanging fruit, some okay. of maybe the creative opportunities to, to get going in the real estate market. One of the biggest creative opportunity that a lot of people are afraid to ask is just simply asking for owner finance. Owner finance. Owner finance, especially with commercial property. Okay. As we know, people are not in line to buy buildings every day. So for me, when I see a building for sale, I say, hey, that's on sale because that's not something that someone's going to just be in line for every day. That's a specific need there. Um, so I found myself being very successful, just being brave enough to say, oh, yeah, how much does this cost? Go in there like I got the money already, you know. Oh, how much does this cost? Oh, OK, fine. Are you willing to own a finance? And, you know, more times than not, I've had a yes. Can you walk through that process? What is owner financing? Owner financing is when the seller actually becomes the bank versus you going to a traditional bank and getting a mortgage and giving your credit and, you know, giving your children's records and your dental records and yeah, everything yeah, they yeah, ask yeah. you to do just to get a loan. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get discouraged and you don't go back. 
Owner finances is very simple. I mean, I have closed on a property. In fact, I closed on a property last year, like less than 30 days, because the owner was a, what I call a motivated seller. They were really ready to sell. They were a little older. They had an apartment building that they had, you know, made money off of 100 times over. They owned the property and they were ready to retire. And the deal came to one thing about it, too. Once you start doing this, agents will seek you out with deals okay, okay. Um, as an investor because I am an investor I used to have I used to hold a real estate license years ago um, but the the goal was always to become an investor and that's where I walk in now the shoes I walk in now <laughs> but um, so real estate agents often will have investors on their list and they'll call you and say hey we got this person selling this and, you know um, are you interested okay I'll take a look at it I never turn down looking at anything mm-hmm. I'll look at anything anything's a potential um a potential buy for me. And sure. so it depends on what that person's, that seller's need is or what. I always look to see, well, what problem am I solving? Well, the particular um, example I'm giving you, the problem that I solved there was they're older, they're tired of managing, number one. Number two, they want a little bit of money to go ahead on and, and move on with their lives to vacation and, and um, all of that stuff. And they're just tired of dealing with the day-to-day. They've made all the money that they want to make. Now they just want a little residual income. And they didn't want all the money at one time. Yeah, I know that sounds strange. Some people think, oh, I want to get, I want to make this sale and get $300,000 at once. Not when you're in a certain age or a certain tax bracket. Sometimes taking little chunks of money is better for you IRS-wise. So they don't want a lot of money all the time. I've even had a deal where I had to sign a a contract to say, and this is a, a side note, sign a contract to say that I would not outright buy the property from them for five years because they didn't want the capital gains tax. So there's so many other ways in it. And I would have to sit down and and map out a strategy uh, with you or teach a class. But there's so many other ways in the traditional mortgage way to buy property. That was actually my next question, Tawana. So I noted that you provide very practical courses in your suite of empowerment tools. Yes. Is teaching real estate one of them? Teaching real estate investing will be one of them in the near future. Teaching real estate investing. Okay. And how can listeners get more information when it's time to start teaching real estate investing? www.tawanagolson.com. And that's T-I-J-U-A-N-A. Just like the city in Mexico. I don't know why that's my name, but y'all can thank my grandma for that. But (laughs) T-I-J-U-A-N-A, Golson, G-H-O-L-S-O-N.com. Love it. com. It's just that simple. Okay. So how long have you been investing in real estate? Hmm. Was that your first outlay with no, business? No, 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 no. <laughs> There's so much more I've done um, before real estate. Real estate was always the goal. However, um, back when I was young, starting business, my husband and I, um, we were very young, 25, 26, 27, 28 years old. And and folks were like, what are you doing? You went to college and you're going to quit your good job with them government benefits and, and go on, on this little dream. We always had real estate in the back of our mind, but we didn't have the know-how or the money at that time. Um, or, or, you know, just enough information at that age we didn't have. So um, we built a healthcare company first. Okay. And well... I'll just go back just a little bit more. We've done much more than that before the healthcare company, little small business, even multi-level marketing. You know, most of us start off in some form of multi-level marketing where you get some 
awesome team building um, tips and things there. And then we started our healthcare company and did really well. Okay, okay. And it got to a place where, okay, we've got to uh, do something for taxes. So real estate is a great place where you can go and you can sh- not only shelter some money, but um, build an empire, build a legacy for your family. You know, I've, I've purchased houses in the, in the honor of every child that I have. My husband and I birthed two, but we adopted an additional four. So each child have a house in their honor and each grandchild have a house in their honor. I have three little, three little grandboys as well. Hope I, hopefully I get a grand girl one day. Um, <laughs> but, um, wow. but yeah. You said something really interesting. It caught my eye. I know you're not providing tax advice or legal no. advice. Obviously. No, 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 no. I, let's do that disclaimer. I'm not a tax advisor. <laughs> right. But what is, what is the strategy in terms of purchasing homes for, for others in terms of sheltering money? What is that? Well, the strategy is, okay, so I'll just give you my personal experience. Okay, my personal experience okay. is we built a healthcare company, did really good, okay? Still have that company. It's still doing good. That's how we put our kids through college, okay? Wow. Um, that's how we ate for the last almost 20 years. So when you make a certain amount of money, you don't want to just have money sitting in the bank. It means nothing, right? you know? Um, contrary to people belief, cash is not king. This country is run off of debt. So if you just have money... Um, just sitting in the bank, you're going to get taxed very heavily. So our accountant was like, okay, well, what do you want to invest in? And real estate was like one of the, the best ways or the f- most fun ways for us to invest in. I love it. Say more if you will, though. Oh, just, look, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought I was getting cues to shut up. You're not. This you're guy. not. They're for me. <laughs> oh, they're not. <laughs> I apologize. No, uh, look, I was trying to be good, you know. We are here. I don't want to overstay my welcome. <laughs> you're doing great. You're doing I great. I definitely don't want to overstay my welcome. Our uh, listeners are taking notes. I'm taking notes. We've got a couple more minutes before we go to break. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'm just so excited um, that you guys have me here to share this because a lot of folks don't think that they can be on the other side. You know, we're, I was raised back in the day when um, I'm a '70s baby, so I was raised back in the day when you were told to get the good job and the, the benefits and you stay on there 30 years and you get your watch and your certificate and you should be happy with your life, right? We're still getting that advice. <laughs> okay. It's, the, it's been a while for me. Yeah. So, so, you know, to, to have the thought of buying property outside in my world, to have the thought of buying property outside of the house that you lived in that you spent 30 years on that job to pay for was very far-fetched. You know, so I had to go out there and and find my own mentors and read and and be in conversations that I weren't invited to and, you know, just be there listening and have my little ear up and my little side eye on and and um, to just get the information that I got, which really it it made me want to learn more. So I educated myself. So I would tell anybody if you want to go into not just real estate, if you want to go into anything be a student of that. Everything is not going to be talked to you. I mean, I've got a plethora of degrees on my wall, but none of those degrees taught me how to buy real estate. I had to get interesting. that. Interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> so I even even real estate school didn't teach me how to be an investor. It taught me how to sell, but it didn't teach me how to invest. So I had to seek that education on my own. And um, and it's an ongoing practice. I never stop. I'm always listening to podcasts. Um, I'm always 
reading something just to keep up with what's going on. Because for me, and I'm getting older, I mean, I have grandkids, so I'm getting older. So sheltering my money is very important to me at this age, sure. as well as paying, you know, I'm not evading taxes, but I, w- I don't want to pay all of the taxes just because, you know, my, my assets are high. So I would tell anybody, my biggest piece of advice would be to educate yourself and get up under a mentor. Start you know, get, you have to get up under someone that's doing it. Um, that's much further. I have a mentor. You know, I'm a coach, but I, co- I have coaches. I have a whole team of folks around me that are experts and they make me look real smart, don't they? <laughs> hmm. I have a whole team of experts around me in different areas. So that's yeah. what I would say. This is exciting. We're going to take a break, but when we come back, Tawana shares tips on serial entrepreneurship, breaking out of the I own a job frame of mind, and one of her protégés. Welcome, welcome back. I'm Blair Durham, your host for Black Wall Street Today. It's time for hashtag add this to the list. Today, we add funding sources to the list. This morning, the City of Norfolk Department of Development, in partnership with Black Brand, Hampton Roads Regional Black Chamber of Commerce, hosted a dynamic panel of funding sources, and I wanted to provide that information to our listeners. Add 757 Angel Investors to the list of funding sources to consider. They are always looking for innovative business plans and have a a wealth of capital opportunities. Add Virginia Community Capital to the list. They are more of a traditional lender with greater flexibility to consider your story. Also, add Liquid Capital to the list as they lend on assets, including purchase orders and accounts receivable. Add the Small Business Administration, who offers a wide range of funding options to meet your needs. And finally, consider moving your business or starting a business in the city of Norfolk. Their micro-grant programs may provide the funding you need to get your business off the ground. Hashtag add this to the list. Hashtag at Black Wall Street Today. Please follow us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at Black Wall Street Today, as well as on Twitter at BWS Today. We'll see you there offline. So, Tawana, welcome back. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I'm so excited. So, I understand that part of your focus is community. Um, you're really passionate about wealth generation. Absolutely. Can you just talk about that perspective and how you arrived at it? Absolutely. Well, community is just something I do. I was raised in the church, so y'all know. Raised in the church. Raised in the church. So, let me go ahead and lay that foundation because I got some, I see it got some followers and listeners on your uh, live. I was raised in the church, so first I want to give honor to God. But uh, (laughs) First I want to give honor to God. But um, it's always been just in my heart to help people. That was one of the reasons that um, I actually, just to let you guys know, launching a real estate firm in November called Legacy Property Elites. I'm the investor side of the firm. And then I have a partner, Shandell Jackson, who is the principal broker. So congratulations. Thank you. What's going to be a little bit different about us? Yes, we're going to sell real estate. Yes, we're going to manage property. That's what they all do, right? Right, right. But what's going to be a little bit different about us is the community effort. We're making efforts to be a part of our community. We're making efforts to make sure that we serve the underserved. And what I mean by that is returning citizens, you know. Okay. Um, and for those that don't know what returning citizens are, people that may have a, a, a background in, with the law. 
record um, and have a hard time buying homes, leasing and all of that stuff. And no one wants to give them a chance. So we're going to be focusing on them. We're going to be focusing on veterans. We're going to be focusing on um, low income. We're going to be focusing on the elderly. We're going to be focusing on, and um, I mentioned earlier that I have a healthcare company where I actually work with folks with intellectual disabilities and mental health um, concerns. So we will be focusing on those folks who just sort of like hard to place people. So that's what's in my heart, and it's not going to go away. Um, as I transition um, in life, because uh, I don't know where retiring is, I probably never stop doing what I'm doing. I call it transitioning. As I transition in life, I'm always going to be doing something to help somebody. In fact, my sister and I, as I was going coming over here, because she's sort of like my muse, my sister, um, Jen, we were talking just today about just getting out in the community and feeding people. You know, we always do it at Christmas and Thanksgiving. That's just, everybody do that, right? That's not nothing special. Right. But what about the folks that's hunger all year, 365 days of the year? So we were just talking about, I said, hey, you want to get the sisterhood together? And, and, you know, we just put our resources together initially mm-hmm. until, you know, we get even better, um, get even better response or support. And that's what we're going to do. It doesn't take much to make some peanut butter jelly sandwiches and go downtown Newport News and pass them out. You know, um, we waste that. So giving back is very important. That's one of the things that I talk about in my keys to, keys to success. The most ses- successful people give away just as much as they bring in. Good. I like that. So. I love it. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Actually, I want to open up the lines. If you have questions yeah, for Tawana, feel free to dial in to 757-727-5711. If you have questions about serial entrepreneurship, real estate brokerage, how she manages her time. Mm, <laughs> no, let's talk call about it. it. <laughs> I got a caller already. <laughs> but just, just say a bit more about that. When I think about running just two businesses yes. and having children. I'm a little bit exhausted. Right. How are you managing this this world wow. of of partnering and yeah. operating businesses yourself yeah. and giving back as much as how are you yeah. how does that work? Great question. You know, um I'm I'm just going to be honest with you. First, we got to give honor to God, okay? Because that's the only way that I have the strength that I have. And that's not even being funny this time. (laughs) Um, And then I have a strong support system. Okay. You know, a strong support. My husband is my number one, my ace. We are business owners together. We we start all these ideas together. Most of them. Some of them, I just come home and say, honey, I'm getting ready to go partner with so-and-so. He's like, all right, go do your thing. You know, and he does the same thing. And, um, but if I didn't have him as that support, because we've been together since we were 14 years old. We've been friends since wow. we were 14. We started dating at 16 because I told you I was raised in the church, right? Yeah, they wouldn't let yeah. me date to 14. But um, we've been together since I was 16 years old, so a long time, over 30 years. We've been together. And I don't know life without that man. It's crazy. So, um, look, I'm about to cry thinking about it. So but the support system. But the support system. And I have an awesome team of girlfriends. Okay. Awesome team of girlfriends. That's a whole nother conversation. I know people always say, I don't do females. I don't do other. I don't understand that because I'm a female. But I have a strong team. It's about 20 of these jokers that are my jack up partners that keep me where I need to be. And um, then I have my assistants. I have an awesome publicist. Um, I have, like I told you earlier, I surround myself with smart people mm-hmm. and that's what made me look smart really um, and that's the only way I could do it I really couldn't do it people ask me all the time how do you do all this stuff honey I, I really with help with help with a lot of help 
You know, I barely know my schedule by the day. I'm really told where to go, what to do, literally. You know, and sometimes people get um, get a little touchy when I say, when they hit me up and say, hey, how do I schedule with you? Oh, TawanaGolson.com. You have to schedule there. If you don't, I'll say, yeah, I'll be there. And you'll be mm-hmm. looking for me. <laughs> You'll be looking for me because I'll forget as soon as I told you I would be there, you know. So, but it takes a whole lot. It takes a team. It takes a team to do what I do. Um, when When it became more than the one business, I recognized early. I had an assistant for over 10 years. Um, and when <laughs> I messed around and helped her start a business, so she had to leave. <laughs> and uh, when that happened, she actually helped me. She went in because she had been with me so long. She helped me raise my kids and everything. So she actually hired my next assistant, which was awesome. I so, love it. Yeah. So tell us about lips and mentorship. Oh, yeah, lips. And the mastermind group and how it is you're empowering other women. Oh, you really did read it, huh? Yes, I read it. Oh my goodness. Okay, so lips. I'm so excited about that because um, my mark is almost registered. You know, I'm waiting for you know how it goes through. It's getting trademarked, so I'm waiting for somebody to say it's my mark, which is not their mark. Garment gave me that mark, but um, so in a few more days it will it be officially trademarked. So um, last December. I decided to just extend. Um, I do business coaching and mentoring under Tag Consulting LLC, and I decided to extend free coaching and mentoring to anybody. You know, in December, everybody think about the new year and they all are happy and you know got all these goals and visions and dreams. So I said, okay. I went on Facebook and I said, hey, you know, ladies in in need of a push to start. Hey, if you need a push to start. Let me uh, come talk to me. Meet me at the Cove restaurant in Newport News. And a whole gang of women showed up. We sat down and we goal set and we um, we talked about what they were going to do for the year. And that's how Lip started. But it kind of transformed into ladies impacting professional systems. You start off with a need of a push to start. And then when you get started and you start moving forward, you're impacting professional systems. So I'm actually marking that. Um, so Lips, we meet every first and third Wednesday okay. um, of the month at the Cove Restaurant in Newport News. And kind of meet there because people are coming from the other side of the water. And I, I'm in Williamsburg, so it's kind of like a middle place um, for us all. And we get together, we strategize. We always bring in a guest speaker to talk about something. Our last guest speaker was um, a banker and they were talking about payroll issues. Some of my clients are to the place where they're hiring staff now. So they need to know how to to establish their payroll. So, okay, fine. So we brought somebody in. So it's always something that a business owner would need. Um, so that is, we is Lips open to the general public? It's open to the general public. Yes, okay. it is. Absolutely. And how, how it, do people find out about Lips? How can they get... TawanaGolson.com or you can follow... I'm going to keep saying that. TawanaGolson.com or you can follow my tag consulting LLC page as well. And um, we actually have a, a group that I will add you to if you get if you say you're interested in it. Okay. Um, because everybody in that group are actually active. You know? Tawana, we got a call on the line. Oh, yeah. Let's see who's there. Black Wall Street Today. This is Blair Durham. Who's on the line? Hi, my name is Anthony Vicomas. Hi, Ms. Hi. Coleman. You have a question for Hello. Tawana? 
Um, yes, I need all your information. You are definitely like the person that I need to be in contact with. Oh. I am loving your interview. Blessings to you. Um, I am a part of the family business. We own a third production line and we've opened two retail stores, about oh. to open up a restaurant. Oh, wow. And we're trying right now, we're trying to use real estate to get affordable housing okay. for people that not only work for us, but just the community all together. So I just wanted to get as much information as possible because it's so informative to what we're trying to do and just like you said, give back to the community. It takes nothing to go down to Nupanoos and make some sandwiches. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So right now, we like grilling stuff because we're meat production on Saturdays when we don't have events. We'll grill in front of like the bus station in front of our store so that anyone can come by and sample the meat because people I are hungry. It. I love it. I would love to come meet you down there if I you have me. I want to meet with the lips. I had to call. I was like, I can't find this online. I have to call. <laughs> okay, so Miss Coleman's calling because she's an entrepreneur. She's got tons of businesses she's running. She's got. She needs advice on on real estate for affordable yes. housing yes. and wants to connect with Tawana. Tawana, would you state your contact information one more time? Sure. Do do this for me, honey. If you go on TawanaGolson.com, it's gonna it's gonna give you a button to meet with me or enroll with me. It's like on every page where you can click uh-huh. to meet with me. If you go on there, it's going to it's gonna take you to my appointment scheduler. Okay. And you'll be able to see the LIPS meetings on there as well as schedule an appointment with me, send me a message or whatever you want to do. I am I am um, very eager to talk with you, especially with, the, with what you guys are doing, um, giving back, okay? So let's okay. talk. Let's get together real get quick. One more time? Sure. www.tijuana, T-I-J-U-A-N-A, Golson G H O L S O N dot com. Awesome. Thank you, Miss Coleman. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling. I look so forward to talking with you. All right. Thank you so much. All righty. Bye bye. We'll take a few more callers at 757 727 5711. If you have a question for Tawana, it's 757 727 5711. Tawana. Yes. I always believe that there is a blessing in our crazy. Yeah. We don't just arrive at success overnight. It's a it's a process. Yeah. What would you say? You is my been, yeah. What what's been your greatest kind of stumbling block and how has that become a cornerstone for you in terms of entrepreneurship and empowerment and all that you are today? Man, I'm gonna tell you what, in the beginning, I'm I'm gonna go back in the beginning when we first got started because we were so young, first of all. I mean I give people grace because of our age. Um Thank you. <laughs> Seriously, I give I give people grace because of that. Um it was the support. The well. It was the support system. Didn't really have it. So it was With like you. out there flapping in the wind, swimming and drowning and getting up and bobbleheading and all of that stuff. That it was so hard initially. And that's why I that's why the consulting business came about. A Got lot it. of people kind of discredit what do I need a mentor for? I can just start a business. Anybody, yeah, anybody can run downtown and get a business license. Mm-hmm. But what happens? What about building that winning team? What, what happens when you need a lawyer? You need a relationship with a lawyer before you need a lawyer. You don't need a lawyer when you need a lawyer. Mm-hmm. They need to be, you. your number need to be on their speed dial as much as yours on theirs. Mm-hmm. You need to have relationships with folks. My lawyers, if I text them right now, they're going to text me back. Love it. You know what I mean? So So you're saying that tag consulting was yes. really birthed out of... Out of pain. In the- <laughs> it was birthed out of pain. It was birthed out of pain of, of bumping my head because I just didn't know. Let's jump to a caller. Okay. Black Wall Street Today, Blair Durham, who am I speaking with? 
Suzanne. Say it again. Hey, Tijuana, this is Suki. Hey, Suki, how you doing? I'm good, She's a fitness instructor. Oh, wow. Yeah, caveat here. One of my clients, we're having, I'm launching a whole bunch of businesses under Tag Consulting. In the next six, seven months, we're going to be like packed, jam. Like a launch a month. Yeah, we're having a launch a month. You know, somebody said on Facebook, instead of having a bunch of baby showers, let's have business showers. Business showers. All right, Tag answered your call, so y'all come on out. So we're having a launch from one of our um, fitness instructors, Intensify Fitness, Candace Alexander, on Sunday, 2 o'clock. And this is Suki. Suki is one of... One of the people in the network of fitness. Hey, let's talk. Suki, what's your question? Oh, well, actually, it's not a question. I'm just just letting everybody know that who's listening, that this is the real deal. Tijuana <laughs> has been in this for the longest time. I've watched her come to class. I've danced right alongside her in front of her. And um, honestly, I can seriously tell you that what she's saying is true. I, the funny thing is I listen to 88.1 all the time. And I was listening to this. I love talk radio. And I was listening to this person talk, and then all of a sudden she said, tag consultant. Now, wait, wait a minute. Is that Tijuana? And, You're you know, I just figured I'd give it a call. Yeah, yeah. She's the real, the real deal, the real thing. If anybody is listening, yes, you do need a mentor about the lawyer on speed dial and everything. And she is launching one of my girlfriend's um, fitness um, formats this Sunday. And as soon as she's done and she gets some time, I'm going to sneak right up under the <laughs> umbrella and get, and, get, and get sheltered from the rain. I'll be looking for you. I'll be looking Validation for you. Validation and support for Tijuana. Suki, thank you so much for calling in. No problem. You guys have a good day. You, you as too. well. Peace. We'll take one or two more callers at 757-727-5711. Tijuana, I've got a true false question for you. Okay. Wait. All right. True or false? I need a license in real estate in order to invest in real estate. False. Why is that false? Because you you just need a little creative funding in order to in order to invest in real estate. Now to sell real estate, you need a license. To sell real estate, you need a license. Yes, to sell real estate, to be a real estate agent, realtor, salesperson, you need a license. But to invest in real estate, the salespeople look for us because we're the ones buying the properties hmm. and and providing affordable housing to those that may not be able to afford it otherwise. All right, we got another caller. Black Wall Street Today, Blair Durham, who am I speaking with? This is Jay from Portsmouth. Jay, how are you? You've got a question for Tijuana? Yeah, I got a question. It's actually in regards to, uh, well, my wife and my sister-in-law has uh, an event planning company. Mm -hmm. Okay. And my question is, and maybe I can get some guidance on this. Should they start staying away from doing a lot of events in the church? Okay. Because when they started out, they were doing that. But now, I think, uh, about, well, lead to my question, like to get them more clientele, I was saying they should probably venture outside of the church and other places. What are your thoughts on that? So your question is about how to develop a market outside the church, is that... Yes, yes. Okay. Jay? Yes. Okay, well, first I like to say that, you know, everybody should have a start somewhere, and the church was their warm market, so I applaud them for recognizing their warm market. But if they want to expand their vision, then it's okay to, to go outside of the church, unless that's just their specialty. You know, different people in different businesses, they specialize in certain areas. And if the church is their specialty, then there's no nothing wrong with them Um 
using the church as their warm market, but if they want to adventure out, then, you know, just simple marketing strategies. Facebook is a great place to go and tell people who you are and where you are. A lot of people found me off of Facebook and I wasn't and I wasn't a, a Facebooker. My kids had to push me to be a Facebooker. Wow. <laughs> My friends always, and, and some of them are on the line. They always said, T, did you see what I told you on Facebook? No, I didn't. Oh, my nickname's T. No, I didn't see what you said because I just didn't want to do it. But it is, Jay, it's really a great place to go and, and um, set up your market. So hopefully that helped you a little bit. Jay, thanks so much for calling in. Call again soon. I think we Thank may have much. time. For one more caller, 757-727-5711. If you have a question for Tawana, I've got another true false. Realtors are also real estate brokers. True false. 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 Why is yeah. that? Because a realtor um, is someone that passed the licensing test yesterday. Okay. But a real estate broker, you have to have been a realtor or salesperson for a certain amount of years before you can even take the class and before you can even be licensed for that. So that's two different ways. A broker is sort of like in a corporate situation, the manager. Got it. And the realtors are the associates. So two levels of licensure. Two levels, of, two levels of licensure. So we had to, um, before we started Legacy Property Elites, we had to get licensed to be a broker. Well, there's a couple of different licenses. We had to be licensed. Uh, my partner had to be a broker, and then we had to be a brokerage firm. So DPORs, um, they're the licensing bodies in, in this country, I mean, this state. So that's who we had to go through in order for our office to be licensed as a brokerage firm. So that's two different... Two different licenses. Two different licenses. Yeah. Let's see if we might have time for one more. One true more question. Oh, one more true false. How okay. about this? Commercial real estate opportunities are just as easy to access as residential real estate opportunities. True false. Well, it depends. It depends. <laughs> it de- it depends. Um, in my opinion, it it depends. As far as making a deal, mm-hmm. believe it or not. I found much more ease in commercial. <laughs> as far as um, access, of course, you know, if the market's good, there's houses. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I say that for making a deal with real estate because, again, that's not a common place. Everybody, everybody in the room doesn't want a building. So when someone comes and that's serious, you're going to get a deal. Tawana, it has been a pleasure Our having you. Our time is up you. already? It oh, is. Wow. Remind us one more time how people can reach you. www.tawanagolson.com or Tag Consulting LLC on Facebook. And um, if you're interested in my lips, just follow me on Facebook. And I, I talk back. Actually, I do. Yes, At least once does. a day. <laughs> Please come back and see us soon when we return from our break. How one man would run the school board like a business if given the opportunity. We'll talk soon. Welcome back to Black Wall Street Today. I am your host, Blair Durham. I am here with the uh, Mr. Seiko Varner, who says if given the opportunity, he would run the school board like a business. Seiko, could you expound on that thought for us? Well, yes. Uh, You know, a lot of times we have people who would complain about the salaries of our educators, you know, our teachers, uh, administrators, people who are low-wage salary earners who work in our school systems. And one of the things that I've been struggling with and thinking about and pondering is 
how we could change that paradigm to run our school system the way that we run our businesses. Okay. So if I want more, I have to earn more. I have to do some different things. And so school systems normally get their tax revenue, I mean, their, their, their school funding from tax revenue. Sure. So we have to start doing some things to increase tax revenue for our cities. And that way we can start increasing the salaries of those who are our educators. I love it. We've got an important election coming up. Certainly want to encourage our listeners to vote. Absolutely. These Absolutely. ideas make sense, Seiko. Well, they do. And if you look at some of the large cities that have some of the best school systems, they're doing that. They're doing private partnerships with businesses and finding ways to bring resources to their staff, their students, and thus their school system. And I think we can do the same thing here in Virginia. If you were on the school board, you would utilize your influence to that end, it sounds like. Absolutely, absolutely. We have to make sure that our teachers who are overworked, they're underpaid, they're overwhelmed, they need to have greater resources. There should be no reason that teachers have to come out of their pocket at the beginning of the school year so that their school and their classroom have the necessary items to make sure their students have effective learning communities. We need to find ways to partner with businesses to make sure those things happen. And that's what good business does. So why not our school system? So partnering with businesses to make schools run, school systems run more like businesses. Right, right. You know, if you own a business, like I've owned businesses, I'm still involved in business. You know, we have screenings and movies and I still have my disc jockey business. Okay. And I made strategic partnerships with suppliers, Mm -hmm. with providers, you know, with companies to make sure that my business ran better, that my customers received the benefit and they had excellent customer service and they had an excellent experience. We can do the same thing with our schools. And you have a vision for what a full implementation of what that would look like. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I can't wait to uh, start sharing those visions. You know, I think it's important that those of us who studied business and been involved in business now step up into the governance Hmm. of our city, our state, and our nation. Seiko, thank you so much for being here and sharing that. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week.